This is Alan Appel, and you are listening to This Day in New Haven History on WNHH 103.5 FM and streaming live at newhavenindependent.org, community radio in the Elm City. Thank you for joining uh, us uh, in our time travel machine on this November 1, and I'm here with regular co-pilot Jason Bischoff-Worsel from the New Haven Museum. Hi, Jason. Hi, Alan. So, Jason, you are um, helping us time travel to the... Um, uh, interesting year of 1834 again courtesy of the daily herald and um we have some political news in i think what turns out to be the midterms of 1834 and i wonder how many of our listeners uh, know the results of the midterms in 1834 yes <laughs> we didn't until we read this material so tell us what we have here so what we have is uh yes the the midterm elections were happening as as we're going into it'll be a, a week today we're a, a week away from election day here uh 2016 and in this case the elections uh votes were coming in and uh it was coming down between uh martin van buren oh uh, and andrew Jackson, correct? Uh, not quite. Uh, so in 18, let me see, the background of this is that if we are in 1834, the presidential election is two years away. Yes. In office as president right now is Andrew Jackson, yes. a Democrat, and his Veep, his vice president, is Martin Van Buren from nearby Kinderhook, right. New York. And this is their second term. And we, what we have in the in the paper here are um, uh, Whigs. the 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 Whig Party is kind of is developing. hasn't hasn't really developed fully to have someone run for uh, president until it transformed about a generation later into the Republicans with Abraham Lincoln. But at this point, people um, uh, are kind of sick of Andrew Jackson, especially business interests. I think mm -hmm. here here in New Haven. Yes. And Van Buren is associated with him. And it looks like Van Buren as vice president is, um, is poised to, um, to be nominated in two years for, uh, to, to run for president as he indeed did. Right. And I think in this, and Van Burenism, which is, which comes up in this piece you brought in, re refers to something that really speaks to contemporary politics this he, he he's credited in presidential history with creating the first true political machinery mm -hmm. so uh, people got their backs up about it even in the beginning right which is displayed so succinctly here in some local political commentary here from the streets of new haven in 1834 mr editor as i was passing along church street this morning I noticed the gathering of persons around an oyster cart where something seemed to attract their attention. Curiosity induced me to inquire what was there to be seen. Martin Van Buren in miniature was the reply. No, I, 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 my first thought was this writer is saying that he looked into the oyster cart and the configuration of the oyster reminded him of Martin Van Buren, who actually had a kind of lot of puffy hair sticking out the side of his head. So you would resemble an oyster? Well, it was gray and pearly and stuff <laughs> like that, but I'm not sure that's the case. So continue. No, I think... I think this might be a little deeper with them. Uh, Martin it? Van Buren in miniature was the reply. I stepped up to the cart to take a peep 
at the prime minister. Okay, now that's another diss yes. at Martin Van Buren because Martin Van Buren at this time. Um, now let me think about this. Oh, maybe he wasn't vice president, or he had stepped down. Uh, he did become secretary of state also. So, and then he also another job he held was ambassador to to England. Mm -hmm. So, uh, prime minister is kind of making fun of his of that relationship. Anyway, yes, yes. and his and his, uh, you know, as you mentioned, the building of the political machinery, right. When lo and behold, it proved to be a sleek and glossy mole, as plump and as fat as if it had for a long time past been feeding at the public crib uh -huh. while engaged at Washington in endeavoring to undermine the Capitol. Uh, to undermine the Capitol. I mean, you know, it's basically, you know, it's like th this is feeding at the public trough. They're accusing him of being an oyster, which was not, not looked upon as a, a high level creature. Yes. At the time, as we know, and, and being a mole, which is quite related to a rat. Yes. <laughs> so yes. this is not very complimentary. And, no. and, and then it, it, you know, that when to tell you, to say you're, you're just, uh, you know, um, lining your own pockets and you are undermining the capital. It's close to accusing him of, uh, kind of, um, not treason, but, uh, being, uh, not fulfilling his responsibilities. Right. For sure. Right. And uh, they go to mention, I understand that this pretty little animal, having strayed away from Washington, was caught in your kinderhook by a wig. There you go. Yeah. So some, uh, some trash talking in the streets of New Haven in 1834. No, it's very nasty stuff is going on. And the, and the political cartooning, which was the other way they got at each other in addition to words, show, showed all this kind of, all these moles. And uh, I think he was often portrayed... Actually, I, I lived not far from Van Buren's uh, uh, home in um, Kinderhook, um, and he's portrayed as a fox. You know, uh, the, you know the pe people are very wary of that. I mean, you know, he lent himself to um, animal portrayals, <laughs> and, and you know, and people knew their animals then. Right. Right. Do you know the word okay apparently derives from uh, whatever else Van, B B Van Buren is accused of, of starting um, political machinery. But apparently uh, when he was developing his political machinery and people would, people would come in um, with documents and he would sign documents, he would write old kinderhook on the documents, which, was, which showed that you know, the old guy... Right. So that became oh, it was okay, huh? One of one of the so between creating okay and being known as Martin Van Ruin, <laughs> yeah. Later on, when he was blamed for the depression of 1834, yeah. Along with being characterized as a mole here in New Haven, and derogatively as the prime minister for his service as the. Uh, uh, United States minister to the United Kingdom previously. He's had a rough road around uh, New Haven. He's he is, and and there and there's more New Haven connection if you dig deeper. Um, Jackson um, 
began to hate John C. Calhoun, which is a name we're familiar with here in New Haven. Yes. John C. Calhoun undermined Jackson in his first term uh, viciously and um, actually cast a vote in the Senate, um, which prevented Van Buren from uh, becoming the, the, the minister to England. And the, uh, um, uh, it, but, but he... he uh, he was Secretary of State. I'm speaking of Van Buren. And in order to get rid of um, Calhoun, uh, in order to, um, uh, I mean, you know, Calhoun also uh, at this time uh, bothered Jackson because he was the champion of the nullification doctrine. He insisted, even in 1834, that a state's rights included simply nullifying a federal law if he didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And so he and Van Buren really mixed it up also. Right. Um, right. And then he would actually take over as vice president from Calhoun. Uh, that's right. Van Buren. Right. And Van, Van Buren got into office and he, was, he, he successfully won in 1836 because the opposition Whigs hadn't gotten it together until they found Lincoln and they had four or five different people running in different parts of the country. And the idea was to deny Van Buren a majority of the electoral votes. Right. And And Van Van Buren's machinery that we mentioned was the early form of the Democratic Party. uh, That's right. Yes. That's right. And there was actually a Connecticut governor who was one of the people deployed in order to uh, defeat Van Buren, someone named uh, Charles Edwards, and I couldn't find much about Charles Edwards, except he, it said he was popular, and for that reason they tried to use him to take votes away uh, from Van Buren, unsuccessfully. Well, heavy political climate in 1834, heavy political climate here in 2016. Yeah. And we're going to see how it all plays out pretty soon. Yeah, viciousness was not invented in 2016. I guess that's the takeaway to our listeners on this day in New Haven history. Thank you, Jason, for uh, reminding us of how bad things were. Thank you. Thank you.